Bonjour, bonjour, and welcome to Mission First, the podcast to get inspired and to learn from successful entrepreneurs who are building a sustainable future for our planet and its people. I know that for you, entrepreneurs out there like me, your time is limited. You love to learn, but you don't always have the time to listen to the long episode of this podcast. So I decided to create a best-of series with a special format, shorter than a coffee break, that you can listen to while drinking your coffee or commuting to work. Well, the, the flag, or the branding as you call it, sort of branded itself. I mean, we came up with the flag in response to being called pirates, because every pirate back in the 19th, or what is it, the 17th century had their own, had their own Jolly Roger. Um, so, you know, we came up with that flag and it sort of, people liked it. Uh, we would put that logo on our t-shirts and we had a classical uh, logo of a humpback whale and a dolphin. And so we found that we were selling 20 uh, times as much of the new logo with the, uh, with the Jolly Roger. And the merchandising program is important to us because it provides us with a lot of funds in order to operate their ships, about 3 or $4 million a year. So that's a big contribution to the, um, to the maintenance and operation of the vessels. But uh, in designing the flag, I did have a, a purpose behind it. The black represents the uh, oblivion of extinction. The skull represents humanity as responsible for driving these species into extinction. The yin-yang of the humpback and the dolphin in the forehead of the skull represents the mind in the ocean, or other words, uh, that uh, peace can be found through, uh, through uh, you know, harm, uh, ecological harmony in the ocean. And underneath, we have the cross, shepherd, staff, and the trident. So the shepherd, staff for protection, the trident represents aggressive, aggressive protection. So that's the symbology behind, uh, behind the flag. Um, so it's, you know, it's a classic Jolly Roger flag. Like, every, like I said, every pirate had their own flag. It's an interesting name, the Jolly Roger. It comes from the French Jolly Rouge, which was originally the pretty red, because the original flags were actually red and white, not black and white, but that's how it evolved. Gotcha. Oh, wow, that's a real piece of art. So you said you sold 20 times more after changing the, the flag. Did that happen directly the year after? Oh, right away. Uh, you know, especially young people loved it. I mean, it's a very popular logo and it's gone on many things. I mean, uh, we've had companies approach us to use it. Uh, so we have it on whiskey and we have it on beer and we have it on shirts and we have it on, you know, all kinds of things like that. But it all contributes to uh, raising the funds to operate the ships. You said you need to understand the nature of media and what the media wants and that there are four elements to use. Um, can you elaborate a bit on that theory and, and give an example of one of your campaigns using that strategy and these four elements, for example? Well, the media only understands the four elements, which are sex, scandal, violence, and celebrity. And every story has one of those elements. If you have the more elements you have, the bigger the story. Um, I, one example, the best example, was uh, on a campaign that had nothing to do with uh, whales or seals, but a campaign I organized to protect wolves in, uh, in British Columbia and Canada. And we had a story with all four elements on it, and we carried the headlines for two weeks because of that. The first was they're going to kill wolves and shoot them from helicopters, which is violent. They threaten to kill us if we intervene, which is violent. Uh, the environment minister in the province of British Columbia, we caught him taking a bribe from a big game hunting association, so therefore we had the scandal. So I, at the, I called a media conference, and I recruited Bo Derrick as our spokesperson for that campaign. And the place was packed, of course, and uh, 
cameras and everything. And one uh, reporter for the Vancouver said, come on, what, what does Bo Derek know about wolves? You know, why is she your spokesperson? This is so ridiculous. I said, well, if I had the best wolf biologist in the world, Dr. David uh, Meck or Dr. Gordon Haber, this would be an empty room. But I noticed it's packed and you're going to write the story. It's going to be the front page of your newspaper tomorrow and there's not a damn thing you can do about it because you control the four elements. It's the same reason we got so much coverage when we took Bridget Bardot to the ice flows of Newfoundland to protect uh, harp seals. That's why we, uh, we came up with, this, with the TV show Whale Wars. It's very dramatic and uh, you know, we, we're selling a message. We're, but in order to sell that message, we have to dramatize what we're doing. You know, the, you know, going out and saying we're going to save some whales is all well and good, but people want to be entertained. And that's what the media is really all about, is entertaining. So the news has become entertainment, and entertainment has become the news. That's just the nature of the media. We didn't design the media. Uh, we just have to work within the context of the media. If you enjoyed this episode of this Best Of series, go to my website, gtimpact.com, or find the link in the description of this episode and sign up to receive the full series of Best Of episodes to enjoy every time you have 10 minutes and you want to learn something about growing your business and having a greater positive impact on this planet. Have a great day and talk to you soon.